Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Check it out, Back again with another episode of the Earn's World Podcast. This is your boy, DJ Earn One. And it's your boy, Diff You. Back we at back it again. At <laughs> exactly. Back, back in Portland. Still in Portland. Um, yeah, so weekend just wrapped up. Just started another week. Um, kind of got to hit the ground running. I feel like we've... Kind of got we sent out the episodes to a few people, you know. We like I said, we've done a bunch of practice episodes and dry runs and stuff like that. Finally recorded an actual two actual episodes, uploaded them today. Um, so I guess this will be like future state when y'all see this. But got a bunch of feedback from some homies trying to implement that in real time, just to you know, I don't know. Also establish a little bit of consistency as we're going through this process y'all make sure y'all go ahead and hit that subscribe button too you know what i'm saying might as well go ahead and throw that out there now we we you you joining the boat you know what i'm saying and you about to rock with the wave so you hit the subscribe button um follow us on our social accounts As a matter of fact just hit the links and stuff we have in the descriptions we'll put timestamps like the segments and stuff we cover in the um podcast in the description as well so you'll be able to easily just kind of like click around and like jump to the segments and sections you want to you feel like are most interesting to you um but yeah so i guess what's uh what you want to talk about first you want to jump straight into the segments or do you want to you got some other stuff on your mind yo it's crazy i low-key had something for a split moment and then it just kind of went right by me so um we actually can go ahead and get started so basically uh 21 savage is back at it again um he's basically saying that Nas is irrelevant which, <laughs> the whole relevancy thing is so tricky because depending on who you're talking to, you can understand why they say it. But then depending on what level you are in in your career and what type of status and the things you've done, to me, there's no such thing as being relevant because you always will be relevant. It depends on who you are. So this is a really good topic because um, 21 actually spoke out and this is what he had to say. I would say, before you play that video, I'll say it depends on who you are and I guess also kind of like what you we're gonna get into are it. doing as well in the culture. But yeah, I'm going to let you also go ahead and yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get, get into it. To it. All right, so this is what he said. What y'all saying? Relevant though. I don't feel like he's relevant. He's not. He's not relevant. He just has a loyal fan base. Thank you. He just has a loyal fan base. That that, and he still make good music. What y'all? That's that was the segment. I mean, that, that was, was it. the segment. The, the soundbite. Yeah, that was that was it. Um, I mean, I can't disagree with anything <laughs> that was said. I mean, he's not the most relevant of rappers in terms of like today's climate i mean if you think about who's really really consuming rap music and who these i guess uh record labels and stuff are really trying to target and most of them are trying to go after that like for real for real, like that i don't know i guess it'd be like 16 but really really like 15 to 15 maybe 14 to 
14 to 24 age range. And so, most of them are not listening to Nas. Like, let's keep it all the way hot. They're, they're just not. I mean, you're saying that, but he also won a Grammy last year. So the thing is, is right, he really... A, the people on the board for the, the Grammys are like in their, in their 50s and It doesn't. And it doesn't. And it, like does, it, doesn't it doesn't matter. It's, it does it's, matter. It, and they're also usually <clears throat> not part of the culture. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is... And they also did make a point, not to cut you off, but they also, because I was still kind of going on my point, but like they also did say that he does still make really good music. So you also got to factor that in. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's... I mean, not necessarily for him. I would say he's relevant still because he makes really good music and it's still being recognized on the scale that it's being recognized. Well, so what's, what's, what's relevancy then? Because if someone wins an award, and that's wouldn't what, they be relevant in the moment of what's going on? Wouldn't that yeah, still in be? The moment, yeah, he, like I said, he's relevant. But I mean, if you're talking about, like, this kind of goes back to the conversation me and you had a while ago, a couple of years ago about, uh, you said something about somebody saying ghost. I think you said, you said Action Bronson said. No, okay, so. Ghostface, or no, somebody else said Ghostface wasn't relevant. No, a- Action Bronson mm-hmm. said that Ghostface Killer was irrelevant in an interview. They've since then, if talked that out, everything's cool. But the point is, um, yeah, well, we all know that Action Bronson v- definitely sounded very similar to Ghostface Killer. A lot of people. You mean 21 Savage? Action, you said Action Bronson sounded similar to, tw- to Ghostface Killer. Yeah. Oh, you mean oh, in terms of like uh, like uh, sonically, like vocal, vocal, like the way his yeah, voice sounds. Yeah, because then you're you just bringing up that whole. Yeah. I'm hip. I'm listening. Yeah. So I'm following. Yeah. So basically, with that being said, um, him sounding similar to uh, Ghostface Killer, um, and then on top of that, it's like you're a guest in hip hop. You know, that's how it's always gonna be, and. You being a guest in hip hop, you kind of have to respect the four, the, the you know, the, you gotta respect the OGs. You know what I mean? And Wu Tang Clan definitely was uh, impactful in so many different ways. Not just in man, it's so many levels. It's a whole other conversation. I mean, as far as style, being a rap group, just all those being just having their own theme, the whole aesthetic. There's a lot that goes into what they brought to the table as rappers so for you to say that that ghostface killer is irrelevant when you know you kind of rap like him or sound like him and you come from that that cloth of that style it kind of makes you look weird because it's like well damn you if he if 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 action bronson didn't sound nothing like him then that statement wouldn't really have as much value but it's it's different when it's like you sound like bruh and you trying to say he irrelevant that's kind of disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? You low-key need to pay homage. But I've also been in similar situations where also where people have said similar thing. Michael Jackson is irrelevant. Why? Because he's dead now, and, you know, I guess that's what it is. But, again, what is relevancy? Because I will look at somebody like Michael Jackson. Somebody right now is listening to Michael Jackson. I mean, that's where the, like, okay. So, so is like- it really, is he, is Michael Jackson really irrelevant? Because of course the young kids may not be playing Michael Jackson, that's but Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson is relevant. But that's where the whole subject is like, like I said, it's, it's, the whole subject is subjective. Like, I mean, who is who? Who's the audience? Who are we talking about? Because for example, Michael Jackson is definitely relevant to like. He's Michael relevant, relevant to the to, world. Michael Jackson is relevant to us. He's relevant to people older than to us. the culture. But the people who are 
unless they grew up with their parents listening to them, which they likely did. Because, I mean, everybody pretty much listened to their parents playing Michael Jackson around the house or in the car. Um, he's likely not going to be as relevant to them. Um, and that's kind of where I still kind of got to agree with what Action Bronson was saying about, like, he was, he was disrespectful, but he still didn't necessarily say anything that was off kilter, nah, cause it's, per it's, se. Because, I mean, think about it this way. You got to understand the kind. Did you listen? To, I actually heard. I heard, when, I heard what he said. But the, I'm just the, saying. It the, was just like. The tone? It, yeah, the tone, the tone is what made it disrespectful. But like he didn't. He didn't necessarily lie. Like Ghostface is not really. really he's but, relevant but, to. No, but, he's but, re- hold on, hold wait, on. wait, wait. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Okay, let me talk. Okay, let me go talk. Ahead, let me go talk. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. He's relevant to hip hop culture. But he's not necessarily relevant currently. That then that makes no sense. I got a perfect. Yes, it does. I, I got a perfect argument. Okay. What's your argument? What about? He's relevant to hip hop culture okay, because he's okay, a legend. Okay. Okay. Hold of on. Wu-Tang. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. But he's not so, relevant. Hold on. Currently. Listen. Okay. So you might as well say Three Six Mafia ain't relevant then. They're not. Then you clearly don't listen to the sound of where a lot of music They're is. They're not production. currently relevant. People, their sound. Their People still bro, mimic their sound people today. People use their sound still, but their group themselves. So that themselves, makes them relevant. No, it doesn't, because they're not popular right now. Their sound that they pioneered, <clears throat> and it's really kind of the sound of See, Memphis. That's why I said I'm, I'm. I look at relevancy different. They created that Memphis sound that you're familiar with, but I look at relevancy different, man. What well, same thing with Bone Thugs and Harmony with their whole flow, the way they rap, and then of course, like I said. There's only a few rappers that really did that in the beginning. They irrelevant. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Right and now, it's, it's, it, I'm talking about in a, in the sense of like what they've done. For they were the relevant culture. because of the uh, because of that versus situation that happened <laughs> recently with Three Six Mafia, and that's why I would say Three I mean, Six Mafia is also you're relevant. Based off literally of what that, they've done, but I'm just uh, that plays like, into the relevancy like, factor. As of right now, I'm talking about just in general though. That plays into <laughs> the relevancy factor in general. I would say no, they're not relevant. Well. Well, maybe not Bone Thugs, but I feel I definitely would say Three Six is relevant as far as the sound that they created. The, off the off just the strength of that. Are they even still putting out new music? Who Three Six? Well, it depends. Like collectively. Be, well, no, not collectively. Okay, they're because, not relevant because uh, DJ Paul is definitely relevant. He's producing still active. You know but what I'm I said Three Six as the collective. Are they still no. putting out stuff together? No, I don't think they're they not are. relevant. Okay, they're not. That's Ghostface Killer. He's one. not putting stuff out. He's not. I still relevant. don't agree with that all, all the way though. And when he does put stuff out, are people really talking <clears throat> about it? No, he's not relevant. I mean, okay, like you said, that can go either way because I could say the same shit about Action. He's Bronson. relevant to the culture because of who he is. I could say the same shit about Action Bronson in the past, and because he's pioneered a bunch of stuff in hip hop culture. I could say the same but, shit about Action Bronson. Action Bronson is more relevant. He has a TV show. He has a, he has the, ta- he has the fuck that's delicious <clears throat> TV show. He's got current. He's currently on um he like he was uh recently in um. Well, you're talking about. He is recently. He is recently in. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me talk, bro. Let me talk. <laughs> he also just recently was featured in um the the Amelie Leondor look an Amelie Leondor lookbook not too long ago. He's very relevant now, but we're talking at the time. What you mean now? He's been relevant. I'm. No, but what I'm saying is, we're going based off at the time that he said that nobody was new. Who uh, Ghostface Killer is way was way more relevant even then at that time than Action Bronson. 
I can't remember the year exactly, but the only reason why I'm saying that is because Action Bronson is still a small pocket at the end of the day. To the mainstream, most people don't know who he is. So that doesn't make him more relevant. Maybe now, he's, because of a lot more that he's doing. He's still that that's part of what makes him relevant. He's visible. But in that was multiple, years ago when also, he made that statement. He's also visible in multiple places. Like I said, he's in the I'm Alien Door lookbook shit. So he's 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 visible and fit in the fashion space. He's on. He's he's in the media space. He's been he's been doing interviews. He's not necessarily interviews, but he's been featured in, in complex for sneaker shopping, featured in complex. This for, is um, re- this is like I'm, this is all within the past like ten years. And he has the fuck that's delicious show. He was featured on he, like like bro. When he said he's that, relevant. when he made that statement though, he had the show with Al- he also had the show with Alchemist, the uh, the spaceship made, and aliens thing. When he made that statement though. It wasn't all that you was talking about that he was doing is what I'm saying. That was around that time, though, that all this <laughs> stuff was starting to happen. He's relevant. He's more relevant than Ghostface right now. He might sound like him and have, you know, borrowed certain, certain, certain aspects of his persona, but he's still more relevant than him. What's the next topic? Time out. I'm not done with this subject yet because I'm still, I'm just, okay, that breeze, I thought I turned this shit down. Bro, hit the switch on the side of your phone. That shit's hard. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is like legit. You ain't got no nails. It's hard to get to. What I was gonna say was back to the whole me just using Michael Jackson as an example because he's still another good example. Would you say he Michael Jackson is irrelevant? To me, and I said to me no, but to like. Generally speaking, I don't. I'm even sorry, still, generally speaking, not even just you. still, no, I don't think he's ever going to really be irrelevant. Tupac, no, because people are always going to have his name in their mouth. People are not always going to have Ghostface's name in their mouth. Okay, there's levels to this shit, but it's based off who you're talking to. That's why I said. That's why I still feel like it's not I'm, even levels of who you're talking to. It's just no, in I'm general, about, like I'm, certain I'm, people I'm, are just I'm never going to not be relevant. As far as like the people that we're talking about, because. Action Bronson and fucking Ghostface Killer, as far as impact, I'm going to say Ghostface is more relevant. No. Okay. In terms of impact, yes. That's what I just said. Relevance, no. It's He's t- got more impact. Is he rele- more relevant? No. Action Bronson more relevant. I can definitely impact. I can definitely say relevant. I can definitely impact, say now relevant. In 2022, he is not as relevant as Action Bronson. I agree with that statement now. But this was years ago, and that statement even did not hold years, no weight. Even four years ago, he wasn't. It as wasn't relevant no. As it was Bronson. longer than that. Even five years ago, it six was, years it ago, it was longer than that, bro. In I'm 2012, saying. he was Action Bronson was still more relevant than Ghostface. What's the next topic? Most of this episode is probably going to consist of us looking at stuff on YouTube. So, um, yeah, I guess they're really for real for real, the next segment for real for real, we'll transition to will be um, like old snacks we used to eat as kids. Just because, like, I mean, we used to 90s babies. So, you know, we like to reminisce on a lot of the stuff we used to do as kids. Um, but, yeah, for me, you remember those, uh, that snack called Dunkaroos? Yeah, they try to tax on this shit now. They just recently brought them back too, not too long. How much they? T- how much I they know, recent. They've been out for a minute now. I mean, when I say recent, I mean like within the past like ten years, they were gone for a minute. Yeah, like you could not find them anywhere. No, they uh, well, yeah, they definitely out here for sure. They be taxing on them shits. So I don't. I never really was. I'm not. I'm not into that. 
I've been seeing. I don't um, like icing like that. So I probably, frosting and shit. I don't really like. That it's shit. funny you said that. I probably wouldn't like them now, but as a kid, I was all for them joints. I used to put my mom used to put in my lunchbox, all that stuff. And for those of y'all that don't remember them, here is what they looked like. But yeah, like I said, for y'all that don't remember, here is what they used to look like. Here's what they look like. These little like little snack cookies they come in vanilla they come in like a chocolate as well and then you dunk them in the small icing compartment and you eat them i used to take them and make little almost oreo cookies with them and eat them i thought i was innovating back in the day not really though but they uh, they also come in like i said here's the, here's the chocolate one In case you don't remember. Yeah, I have nothing to say really because I didn't eat, I didn't grow up on those. So I don't even, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, this is what they used to look like back in the day. I remember them shits though. Yeah, this is what I remember them looking like when I was getting them in my lunchbox. Now they come in this little blue tin. Man, it's like, we went through phases when it came to like snacks and shit as a kid. What, um, what else did you eat back in the day as a kid? Man, I don't really give a fuck about food much. I just miss them Capri Suns, like the fucking, the can, the big can. Mm-hmm. Them shit should be fire in the freezer, bro. Let me see if I can find a picture of that real quick. Man. The can specifically? Yes. I, I, I do remember what it was um, back in the day, like certain stuff, if it came in a can or if it came in a bottle or if it came in like a pouch, sometimes it would taste different. The cans was fire, dude. Mm, there's got to be an image. Of the Capri right Sun there. Can. This one. This joint. Look, right? Nope. But like this type of cam, right? No. No? Go out. Go up. Is it go up? You see it right there? Boom. Right there. These? Yes. Those is fucking fire, bro. I vaguely remember man, seeing these. Those was gas, man. I also remember at one point they said they had to, um, I can't remember what happened, but somebody, I think, drank one and there was some type of like, Contaminant in the pouch. That was, and then that's when they had to start after, making. That was after. That was way after that. But isn't that why they started making the bottom of them, the bottom yeah, of the pouch clear? That was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was like, way you couldn't after see, that. You couldn't see anything in the pouch. That's actually pretty smart. I'm glad that actually kind of happened because if you really think about it, it's pretty sketchy. You can't see what's on. You don't know what you're drinking. You just, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because, like, I've I've gotten batches where it's like, yo, is this shit sketch? I mean, but the kids aren't kids aren't really thinking about that though. If you think about it, so it's really kind of on the parents. It's almost like you gotta check the kids' candy before they eat it on Halloween. That's kind of relevant because we just had Halloween. But yeah, Which like I, I remember like back in the oh, I remember, dude, I remember when the, the anth- when the anthrax scare happened. Everybody's parents were on like high alert with the can. Like I don't really remember too many people saying that anybody had really, you know, ran into the anthrax that Halloween. This was like around like nine eleven, but. <laughs> Yeah, so a bunch of like terrorist attacks and stuff were on the rise. Or at least we thought I, they I was, were. I was talking to people about that um, just recently when Halloween passed. And I was like, yo, don't you feel like the trick or treat thing is kind of like weird now? Um, I mean, it's kind of, I just, it's, these day, this day and age is so sketch. I'm just like, you know what? If I had kids, I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure out something different. No, I think about it. We used, to, um, we used to go to like people, different people's houses and stuff like that in different neighborhoods. Sometimes try to hit multiple neighborhoods at once. We might be like a few neighborhoods away from our neighborhood. Kids nowadays, cannot, I don't think they could do that. Not unless their parents like 
I mean, but kids nowadays have cell phones. There's also air tags now. Like we didn't have that stuff back in the day. True. That is I'm trying true. to think of what like now that you got me on Halloween. Like I'm trying to think of what Halloween candy I used to rock with the most back in the day as a kid. Like something I used to be pumped about when I when I get in my bed. Oh, uh, I used to love the um. What was the, the uh, mini Snickers hit harder than the regular size for some reason? It tastes the same to me. They just, I don't know. The I mean, I just, they are nice. They're like bite size. But yeah, the bite size. The, I, don't, um, I don't know. What's that joint called? Dip. Fun dip. Fun dip. That's what it's called. You like all that bad shit. <laughs> Used to get this in the Halloween. And then, bro, what? This was. I never liked that shit. This was it. Right um, this was it. I used to go in my kids, man. Yo, shout out to the older brother Steve. I definitely used to raid your candy bag when I got home from school before you did, bro. It's fucked up <laughs> that I didn't like those either because they seem like it's like when you're a kid. That's the type of shit that the kids are always like. Oh, we got the fun dip, but when I would try to eat it, it was the texture that fucked me up. The the chalky little stick thing. Mm. Do you remember? I um, that was what got me every time. Yeah, some people in my neighborhood used to give out got good candy like there was um this one house used to get about these uh was the baby bottle pops remember those yeah now mm-hmm. baby bottle pops was fire this one house used to get about push pops push pops was cool Man. yeah like yeah 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 they still got that out here though they do oh, man what did this thing look like there was um oh there was uh this one this one house they used to give out this uh man what was this thing called the paintbrush the paintbrush candy what candy I ain't never heard of that. Oh, where is this? this thing? Oh yeah, never mind. I remember that shit. Damn. There's one house in my neighborhood that used to give these out. I remember that shit. And there was this one house that had like uh, it was on the corner, this one corner by like the uh, the clubhouse in my neighborhood. It's like used to literally put out this like big black cauldron of candy, just like in the driveway, and just tell people to like use the honor system. But probably about mm, I'd say thirty minutes to an hour. Into like people, kids, people, kids, and people being out trick or treating, you just see kids running up to the house, just like rummaging through the, that huge cauldron, just like all at one time. It was like a big free for all. Yeah, man. Shout out to trick or treating and stuff, though. It was good times, man. I ain't gonna lie. It got to the point too, like I'm not gonna lie to you, motherfuckers didn't even care about no costume. I'm just throwing on some shit so I can get some candy. Oh yeah, that was that was middle school. Yeah, like fuck it. <laughs> like, you see yeah. a whole gang of like little kids running this. around neighborhood, mobbing around neighborhoods, and like just like a hoodie and like jeans and stuff. I might throw a mask on. That would be the most you would get from us. Would be a mask. <laughs> but other than that, we're dressed pretty regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, already. Uh, uh, I guess that kind of segues into the next um, the next topic, which is uh. Actually, you know what's funny? Us hitting YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say, since we're still talking about the, the food, you might as well go ahead and talk about the, uh, the Big Shack. Actually, no, no we should, let's, 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 let's do that 1987 one. Just because I like the gross shit. This one? Yeah, that shit looks sketchy, right, bro. So, I mean, everybody growing up knows that, like, in any type of emergency, or if you just grew up in any type of, like, low income, or just, you just got low income family members, you're going to see, you, 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 you will have had buying the sausages before. I mean, bro, 
I ain't gonna cap. I grew up on fantasizers, and I actually bought them shits myself just because I I like them. That's what I'm saying. Like if your parents grew up on some low income like as shit, a kid, you grew up on some low income shit. Your parents just told you about some emergency. You need to eat something. When I was when I was going to my to grandma's survive. house. You got to buy in the sausages. But any, yeah. anyway. That's <laughs> just fire, man. Well, I don't know about now, honestly, but yeah. I used to eat them shits like in high school, just as a snack. Honestly. You the sausages? Yeah, like they were just, uh, I don't know. Because for me, it's more of a nostalgic snack because I ate them as a kid. We're all so it was like, yo, I can delicate this skin. Hey, everyone. Today we're going to be opening up some really old Vienna sausages. I have a can right here. From 1987, we're going to see what it looks like after the past 35 years. Oof. How gross is it going to look? Will it look the same? Uh, Maybe. I'm already getting chills. Here's another container. Brand new. Doesn't expire until the end of 2023. So I'm going to give you guys a quick close-up look at both of the cans. Show you guys what changed. <clears throat> then we're going to get these opened up onto a plate and see what's inside. All right, everyone. All the stuff here in the background are just similar products. These days, they even have this barbecue-flavored one, That's which nasty. I actually really like. I ain't gonna cap those the good. original. The barbecue? Awesome yeah, bro. I'm telling you, I used to eat the, the, the barbecue was good, man. It's a little bit harder to come by. <laughs> Got a little bits. Now, like I said, and nowadays, I don't know if I'd eat this shit, but it was good when I have not actually personally tried yet. So right here is from 1987. Seven sausages. Make sure all this stuff focuses in if anyone wants to pause and read it. Nah, fam. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> 87. That shit. Alright, now here's the other one. The brand new one. I actually kind of like the old picture better. The old one looks... Nicer to me. You see the pull tab looks a little bit cooler on the old one. Looks a lot nicer. And you see the new one here expires, like I said, in Fam, I need 2023. Yeah, I was, that's what I was December. like. December. How long is this video? The end of the year. How the 16 fuck is minutes? Yeah, how the nah, fuck is this shit 16 minutes, bro? What the nah, fuck fam. is he doing? We just need to bust this thing open. Yeah, nah, that's crazy. I didn't even know shit was that long. All right, everyone. Yeah, it's time to plate start opening those up. First, we're going to open up the Bring brand the new product. Dude was talking for right 16 minutes oh, about the, some old that's ass the brand. Ass Okay, so he's got brand new versus old. inside. We know it's going to be pink. Like a Viena sausage. I can't believe he was talking for 16 minutes. When I buy these and eat them a lot on camping trips, they either are like this <laughs> hot dog juice, or sometimes it's like I know the other one's it's gonna like be a, wretched, bro. Like <laughs> no, bro. What if they don't look like anything? What if they just look it's normal? It's not a good feeling when it's all hardened and solidified, bro. No, there we go. <laughs> no. I usually Ooh. eat them right out of the can, so I don't think I've ever looked at them that way before. Oh my god! Coming over to the oh really man, old stuff. I'm scared. He should put some gloves and a like hazmat inside. on. Maybe it'll stink. Maybe it'll be rotten. Maybe it'll stink, bro. If you I don't, don't think put we a can mask. beat the time we opened up the old spam, made the house reek for days. He said it made the there house reek for days, bro. Ooh. 
Just a little bit of vacuum, just like the new one. No surprise there. <laughs> Whoa, it don't even really look that bad. Definitely looks like something went wrong with it. <laughs> it don't look Look's that bad. I mean, it looked bad, but I was thinking that motherfucker was going to be like... Bro! No! Now, the question is, how gross does it smell? Bro. He put his nose all over it, bro. It doesn't actually smell gross. Bro, it, it don't. It's not as bad as I thought it would look. Product, but I mean, it's not. Faint. It don't look as bad as I thought. It almost has no odor to it at all. Bro. Oh, that's gross. Oh, that's not nice. It's not clear juice oh, like the new one. It's white. That's disgusting. But it didn't really. It. it ugh. And we're gonna it's keep this nasty can. Smoke. We're gonna clean that thing up. Bam. He's gonna keep the can for what? Bro. He's a weirdo. Alright, everyone. No disrespect. We actually spilled a little bit of. <laughs> I like, I collect cans, but not no fucking Viani. Oh, bro, he spilled juice. He spilled the juice. Both of these. And we're gonna put it on a microscope slide right here. You gotta throw the table away oh, now. He's gonna at this look point. Looks like over on the microscope. Oh, he getting detailed. He's with. gotta throw the table away. Yo, what the fuck is he examining the juice for? Oh. <laughs> nah, fam. I don't like it. Already. And he raw handing that shit, too. Be very careful not to touch those. Oh, yo, never mind. He ain't raw handing So, the new one. <laughs> gonna put just a tiny little smear of it on there. And the older one. Just want a little <laughs> smear on the middle. Mm. Add over a cover slip. That Just press nasty. around on the edges, not where I'm going to be looking at. Another cover slip for the new one. Just pushing down on the edges a little bit. And now we're going to try. A contamination test in both of them since they're clear. I know the one on the left is contaminated. <laughs> the older product. Let's, um, get this hot dog roll out of the way. Oh, you touching it? Hey, raw handed. Just gotta get this thing wet and all those juices, and that'll give us an answer in just a moment. And the new one. We shouldn't find anything in this. Mm. So I'll do it anyways. You shouldn't, right? right? Just needs maybe 30 seconds to develop. It's pretty instant. We can already look at it. I know there's so bacteria. So this is a test kit 14 in 1. Anyone can buy this on Amazon. It's good for testing it's your white. water or your aquariums. Just don't dip it in the aquarium because this is toxic. You shouldn't be dipping it in anything that's going to be with an animal. Alright, so touching. this one... Total alkalinity in this is pretty close to zero. Oh, get to the results, pH though. is very oh, low, around five. Hardness is around fifty parts per million. Iron, the fuck none. does that mean though? Copper, none. Lead, none. Fluoride, none. Do it got Mercury, bullshit none. in it or what? And that's about it. Mm. The other one. Yes, also very acidic. Other than that, there's nothing in here. Now I'm going to grab 
this test kit, which is 16 in one. This one's a little bit better. This one will tell us if there's aluminum in it because they did just come out of aluminum cans after all. So, give those all a quick dip. Bro, I can't. Knock it off. <laughs> you really that's Let it sit. Screamish right now. Yes, it's man. I just really don't like biting the sausages either. Like, so, like, that's, like, also not helping. Let's see what this has to say for us. Just want to look at the aluminum on this. Aluminum is what? All kinds of gifts. Nothing. It's okay. All right, cool. Well, we've seen Good what this one. looks like. He's, gonna, he's not going to eat it, is he? Nah, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, he's... Dude, come on. Wow. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> he ain't saying shit. He's not. He's not going to eat it, so. <laughs> but, uh, what was the next one? Type this in. Waffles. Waffle 69. That's out the Waffle 69. Because we was actually talking about candy. I was trying to actually look this one up next. This is the, uh, look up, type in, um, Mr. Big Shack. Why didn't you just tell me to type that in from the jump? Because it's after that. It's like you type the whole thing in, Mr. Big Shack. It's like Mr. Like regular, Mr. Big Shack. Yeah, Shack's. Mr. Big Shack should come up exactly. S H I Q. That's how you spell Shack. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm what? <laughs> I've got a Shaquille O'Neal candy bar from 1995. This is a verified Shack snack. It says we have the chance to meet Shack on it. I don't know. Is it like Willy Wonka and a golden ticket in here? Meet Shack. Let's see what the Mr. Big bar. <laughs> oh, it looks really weird. There's like some weird green sticky stuff on here. Let's just. <clears throat> That's Mr. Big Bar. That's oh. a big old <laughs> Mr. Big Duke. It looks like this looks like it came right out of Shock's toilet. And geez, Louise. That the, man look the man was eating nuts. I don't usually get concerned. Yo. This is concerning. I know it's going to sound hard to believe. It smells like decade-old chocolate. <laughs> and, I mean... <laughs> I can't resist. What's the 1995 Mr. Big Bar taste like? <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. We got this. We... <laughs> Mm, not so bad. Um, there's actually a waffle in here, so that makes me more comfortable. A wafer inside with a nice peanut buttery outer coating. It probably wasn't bad back in the day, to be honest it's with you. It's not bad. It's kind of good. Chill, Mr. Big This is actually a product of Canada, believe it or not. I didn't know Canada was down with shock, but... Mr. Big. I think it has something to do with this Nielsen brand. I don't know what Nielsen brand is, but maybe you Canadians do. Once you get over the fact that it's from 1995... He keeps taking bites. 27 years ago, I think they were on something. It's almost like I know he's not swallowing it, so it's like, why? caramel. Actually, it's nothing like that. Um... It's like if you took a chocolate rice crispy treat and wrapped it around a waffle. So that's not actually that bad sounding. Speaking, if they remade this, I'd eat it. I mean, I'm eating this, it now, but I'd eat it Anybody that was around and old enough to remember this, you were watching this, leave a comment and let us know. Actually, please do. Most definitely. Because I ain't going to lie. I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> mm -mm. So he, uh, he, you wanted to see that, that the Batman serial one. Yeah, he has a Batman serial one as well. What was that one called? Just Batman serial? Just, just type in, uh, yeah, type in um, 1989 Batman serial. You spelled it wrong. You didn't type it right. 
You gotta take that 1989 Batman cereal. I said it has that. to be exact. Yeah. Lord, all right. Um, here we go. <laughs> 1989 Batman cereal. I got Batman cereal from 1989. What is inside of here? Free bank included. This is. And like I said in the last video that we clipped that we showed, if you were old enough to remember this, you have to be watching this. Leave a comment. Awesome. Something feels so wrong about this, and I'm so sorry for everybody watching. I must revive him. This is awesome. Look at that cool. little back slot for his back. They oh, were even giving rank. away a Batman yeah. nightlight. <sighs> Missed out on that opportunity. There's definitely cereal in here. Oh, baby. Hope there's no roaches. Awesome. No like, roaches. No roaches. No like roaches. Captain Crunch. Oh, wow. It's definitely roach-free, and it looks pretty good actually i'm just, i'm shocked it's bat shaped cereal they weren't oh, mad nah. about that so hey bat, baby. not captain the Crunch. inside of the box smells like old library books and i'm not mad about it it's got <laughs> something in here though what is this save 35 cents on cookie crisp cereal and look it's the old cookie crisp and no that's not doo-doo under my nails it's from the okay chill don't forget the best <laughs> never, never, never. i was going <laughs> thinking about oh, that that smells like i couldn't see it me neither like plastic and chemicals. Oh, swear to God. Mmm. That looks juicy. Gotta make sure to get them nice and juicy. What the? Well, wait, what is that? This one got a little something on it. This one got a little something on it. I don't know what this little dark thing on there is, but that can't be found. No. <laughs> All right, Batman cereal. Let's give her a go. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this cannot be safe. This cannot be good for this man's Bro, health. Like he be going in really too. Bro, I should be swallowing that. Yes, I'm saying he needs to go to the. He needs to get his stomach pumped like ASAP. I don't know if I should be swallowing that. Listen, you're just gonna have to take my word for it. It's crunchy. It's delicious. It tastes like old book mildew and boogers. <laughs> Maybe that's my boogers, but it tastes weird, okay? I'll give it 10 out of 10 because it really is a good, delicious cereal. It's just, you know, so, 33 years too late. Like, I mean, it's it's cool and all. Like, he's showing this stuff, but, like, bro. Hold on, you know, you got it. concerned. You got to look up the damn, uh, the 1960s canned ham. I, I think he eats that one, too. Same dude? Sure. Yeah. 1960s? You just, yeah, now Waffle 69, 1960s can't hand. Because that's his name, Waffle 69. Bro, Waffle 69. It's just like straight up 69? Yeah, Waffle 69. <laughs> I'm over here messing up this whole thing, man. <laughs> Waffle 69, space. Oh, that's that one. You might as well put that one because that was that. The, the soda? Yeah. Yeah, we had a, a soda from 97. So, like, any of y'all remember this soda? I definitely never heard of that. Let us know. I've never heard this of this. What is that floating in there? And it got discontinued in 1998 because it's supposed to be in there. Me personally, this is the drink of the future. Why? Who would not want to drink that? That's immaculate. It's a lava lamp inside of a bottle. Like, it, it's crazy looking, really. You would think the balls would float like either to the top or the bottom, but they just sit there. Like, they don't move. They're just there. It, and that baffles me. It really, it's, so it's safe to drink, right? I've been waiting since 1997 <laughs> to give this a swig, so let's give it a swig. Jeez. It's not even carbonated anymore. Ooh, it doesn't smell bad. It smells good, actually. Actually, it smells like cleaner. Like something you would clean. Like nah, fam, don't drink it. 
You know what? Have you ever been to the dog pound and it smells like a weird stinky cleaning smell? It's like that. Bottom of the cap says defy gravity. Alright. It's raspberry citrus flavor, so that right, sounds kind of good, but oh, fam, he just chugged it. <laughs> tastes like dog pee, and I don't know what that tastes like, but it's what I. <laughs> Besides tasting questionable, it actually wasn't that bad, and honestly, he, he goes in with everything. No wonder his name is Waffler sixty nine. Oh shit! I'm so sorry. I fucked his name up so bad. I'm sorry. It's 2022. Bring over his back. That's all I gotta say. That's all I got. My bad, Waffler. That's disgusting. Waffler, yo. This whole time, I swear, I thought that shit said waffle. Waffler 69. Well, I butchered that. Still, shots out to him, though. I can't believe he chugged that whole thing, though. He's actually, uh, he's a champ, man. I ain't gonna lie. He, this, I've watched quite a few of his things, and it's, I don't know how he do it. And he do it for us. That's why he a real one. No, he do it for you. Don't say he does that for us. <laughs> he do it for he us. He's not doing that for me. Shit. 19. Where? How's he getting this shit? I've got canned ham from the 1960s. Let's pop it open oh, and no, see man. what does old canned ham look like. What's wrong with what people for giving it to him? Orange. It claims it's life insurance in a can. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Sounds handy. No, fam. That joint sound. Oh, yeah. Yo. Fresh. You hear the Let's air come out of that? Got. Oh, wow. Okay. Call me crazy. That does not look half bad. It smells like that dried bacon that you put on salads, and it looks like a bunch of erasers. Yummy. 60-year-old ham. This is like grandma ham. Give it a little Yo. hydration. I don't know what all that white stuff is. Ugh, it's Stinky. It looks a lot better than I thought it would. I was expecting like green meat or something. It's looking good. Bro, you should not be eating that. Bro, that's animal it's byproduct from like and decades ago. It doesn't taste ago. like him at all. It actually kind of does taste like rubber, and I'm kind of wondering is this erasers? It's kind of unnaturally pink. Ugh, it feels like bacon. Feels greasy. Creamy. Why is it so creamy? Damn. No, man. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. The more I smell it, the more it smells like booty. Once again, I'm sticking to the Olipop. This one's for Porky Pig. Sorry, brother. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Nah, fam. You don't want to watch no more? No. <laughs> I'm scarred. Yo. Shouts out to Waffler, man. I'm scarred, bro. He be going in, man. A can rattlesnake. Come on, bro. How bad can it be? We don't need that. How bad can it we be? We don't need it. <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> How bad can it I'm be? I'm done on I'm done with this, man. <laughs> I'm done with this guy. How bad can it be? He is a problem, too. He's a, he's a hazard to himself and everybody around him. Dude. Oh, he put that shit. Oh, I need to brush my teeth shit. now. He put water. Why you gotta put it, bro? Because I watched him eat all of this. Bro, what you mean, bro? I feel like my mouth just feels like disgusting now after watching. Hold that. on, that was canned. But he, oh shit! I didn't know that was from 1960. 
The canned ham? The canned butter. Yes. Bro, no, fam. Like, he's eating animal byproduct from, like... Yo, play one for the culture. Play one. Play that canned butter, bro. Bro. <laughs> play the canned butter. This is the last one. We got to seriously, like, because I'm not... This is... Mm, this is not for me, bro. Yo. I got a can of butter powder from the 1960s. Let's oh, open it up powder. and see what a can of butter it's powder, powder looks like. Oh, my. That's definitely some powder. I was expecting a little more yellow. See if we could churn a little butter. Oh, that's a lot of butter. That's a lot of butter. Oh, baby. That is some um, sweet. That's ain't that bad. It's floating well, he's above gonna the eat water. It. That's not how the... That's not how butter make. Well, that's not waterproof butter. Oh, it's getting kind of creamy. The thicker it gets, the more worried I get. That's butter? It's like a mashed potato, kind of? Ugh, stinky. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> that's chemicals. I don't know what that <laughs> yeah, that's chemicals, bro. Like, mm, that's chemicals. Mm, I don't know what that is. That ain't no butter. You'll never catch me eating that. Oh, no shit. Way, no <laughs> Yo, this dude's <laughs> wild, fam. Nah, fam, I'm not. Man, no. Oh. Got any, more, any more foods, though, gotta be positive, man. It's gotta be positive. That's, 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 that's not for me. I can't watch that. <laughs> My stomach is, like, over here in knots. Like I told you, I feel like I now need to brush my teeth from watching this dude eat all of the stuff that he just ate. Like he just ate. This is the this is the type of shit that's ham from nineteen from the nineteen sixties, bro. That's older than. He did that so we don't have to go through that. I I wasn't thinking about going through that anyway. True. <laughs> so he didn't have to go through that, bro. Nineteen sixties can butter. Oh right, yeah, so I mean. We can either cut this short, continue to run through the list of topics. We got like one more that I had written down, but I mean, I really feel like it's what was it all that crazy. Um, it was either actually, you know what? No, nah, we can watch this because I mean, I'm I'm kind of kind of kind of down to cleanse my visual palette after seeing this nonsense you just had me watch. We all like good food, right? So. One thing I wanted to watch was just people using, like, not necessarily, like, psychedelic mushrooms, but just, like, exotic mushrooms that are edible. Like, stuff you don't normally see every day. Exotic mushrooms for cooking. You know what's weird? I was just talking to a customer today about Lion's Mane. I was asking him if he uh, ever had it. Because <clears throat> that's what they kind of, like, use is, like, chicken. What is that? The blue oyster? Yeah, what about it? It's crazy. It's like a big cluster of mushrooms. What is that? That's a, what the chick, the no, crispy? No, we've just left. The what? Yeah, we've just left reality with this crispy fried oyster. Yeah, it's, the, uh, it's supposed to be the one that's like, supposed to be like mimic, mimic uh, fried chicken. Well, different ones can, but that one in particular is the oyster. But when I was, you can look it up. Look up Lion's Mane, uh, fried Lion's Mane. We might as well watch this one. This is the craziest mushroom I've seen. Like anybody like actually oh, cordyceps. Cook with this thing. That's what that's called. Yeah, that's what it. That's what that was. The orange thing. Yeah. In his hand. Yeah. So you know more about this than I do. Um. Yeah. Here we go. 
every day I get engaged with mushrooms and I help them live, they help me live. It inspires me to work really hard every day to make sure that I'm helping to make the world a better place. Mushrooms to me are like the hooked on phonics of ecological literacy. Getting to know mushrooms, you have to get to know something else because all mushrooms have a symbiotic relationship with something. It helps you to learn the language of nature and how everything else is working. My name is William Padilla Brown. I'm a citizen scientist. I travel around the world looking at interesting organisms, figuring out how we can utilize them to help alleviate economic stresses and just uplift humanity in general. Oh, so you smart. Mushrooms particularly piqued my interest. Some mushrooms just grow on so many different diverse materials cool. and really only need a little bit of moisture to grow. Anybody can grow mushrooms. And whether or not you're selling them, you have food that you can feed yourself or feed somebody else, which can reduce the amount of money that you're spending. You can be stranded on a desert island, and if there's mushrooms growing on it, you can grow them as well. We're here today in my basement. I've been running some urban agriculture experiments down here for a while. Into the mushroom grow tent. Oh, look, we got a little oyster mushroom friend here. This is where we produce gourmet mushrooms, and we experiment with different species of mushrooms that haven't been cultivated before. I and mean, we have some lion's mane and oyster mushrooms and things like that. In here is where we experiment with cordyceps mushrooms in collaboration with different laboratories, but specifically for um, medicinal production. So of is he not worried about so cross-contamination? Not for high yields or anything like I that. I mean, to really do fun those to type be playing of around with this and thinking about all it's of it's a very. Um, He's clean, put it that way. Like what he's doing, where he's at, it's all sterile where he's at. He's no, I don't necessarily mean like from like external, like cross contaminant, because I mean, I could definitely tell it clean, but it's just like, is there any way that, like, for example, a spore from, let's say, that orange mushroom that's on the screen right there, is there a way for that spore to get into a bag and like ruin a crop of another mushroom, essentially? I mean, I don't want to say no. I don't want to say yeah, but I will say that because those bags were already pretty close to each other, and if you could tell, if you couldn't tell the last time you showed them, well, some of the mushrooms I, were like outside of the bag. I do know once it gets to a certain stage, that the spores, like once it gets to like to where it's like that, mm -hmm. <clears throat> the spores ain't necessarily gonna hurt that. You feel what I'm saying? Got it. I'm you know following. what I'm saying? Like, because they're already grown. You know what I'm saying? So I guess it depends on what stage. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, he, whatever he doing, trust me, he, he doing it. Because I can tell you one thing when it comes to this type of shit, one little thing you do wrong can fuck up the whole entire process. So like contamination is like a really big deal when it comes to um, growing this shit. And to have a process that he has not that big means that he's got something consistent going on. Because it's not one of those things you can just start doing and boom, boom, that's it. Like, it's a process. Anyway, back to the video. So not for high yields or anything like that. Really fun to be playing around with this tent and thinking about all of the people that may benefit down the line from what uh, we learned. So that's how, okay, he breaks them off. Usually when I wake up, I go check on all of the living things in my house. Maybe I go hiking and I'm looking for, for some new mushrooms to bring into the lab. So I do a lot of uh, expansion of wild mushrooms that I find so that I can grow it on my farm. Check on the greenhouse, make sure it's all situated before the heat of the day comes in. Water everything in there if I have to. <clears throat> Every day is different. It is not a typical day on the farm. 
I wonder where he lives. So we're gonna be doing some simple mushroom scrambled eggs, which is like beginner favorite, people that don't like the texture of mushrooms. This is my favorite thing to get them introduced into mushrooms. We'll see mushrooms like pleurotus mushrooms or oyster mushrooms have cholesterol reducing statins in them. If you mix the cap with the stems for a lot of mushrooms, the texture is different in the cap and the stem. So some bites will have a different chew to them, which kind of throws certain people off. And the stems can always be saved for mushrooms. I'm gonna eat these fresh. You wanna make a soup stock. These are great for soup stocks, but just keep in mind that they will absorb some water or hold on to some water. So it's important to cook the water out. The onions are properly cut whenever yeah, your water eyes out. start to cry. So before we get the pan all oily, I'm gonna go ahead and put the mushrooms in there. And the reason that I don't add oil at first is because I, oil doesn't mix with water. And if you coat the mushrooms in oil, it's gonna make the water stay in the mushrooms. And this will lead to a soggy texture with your final mushroom product. Put it in a non-stick pan so I can get these eggs good. It does look pretty good though. Like I think the sauce, biggest problem that I've seen in communities around the United States is the lack of attention on the humans that are in the communities. The majority of the people in the United States um, are living in low economic situations where they're not able to afford most of the things that they see advertised to them. And I'm only speaking from personal experience and things I've seen. I mean, I was in that wheel of things I wanted that I couldn't have. Um, before I realized that everything that I could ever want was right in front of me. I didn't grow up anywhere particularly. Um, I spent a lot of time moving around. My dad was in the military. My mom worked for the Department of Agriculture. So I spent a lot of time up and down the East Coast uh, with my dad. And uh, with my mom, I lived in London and Mexico and Taiwan. Oh, um, I decided to well start traveled. growing mushrooms when I was like 18, 19 years old. Also because I wanted access to organic food and it wasn't accessible to me really at a price point that made sense. I figured I could do a better job myself. So I realized because there was nobody to teach me that if I figured out enough to be able to teach people that I'd be in a good position to be able to educate people around me. Hmm. There was another ad, so I'm about to kill this. Um, Look up fraud lines, man. Oh, you're right. You did mention that. Oh, yo, actually follow this dude on Instagram. This one? No, turn. This one. Don't go to the right. This one. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram, bro. Actually, he, he's, he's pretty dope. And it's crazy because I'm not even vegan, but I just, yeah, no, let's watch that one. That shit actually look good. It may, it's like, yo, I would try that shit. Check the vibes. My name is Turnip Vegan, and I'm super excited to be right here with you guys. I'm also excited to share with you guys one of my new favorite recipes. So recently I shared a recipe on Pinterest, on Instagram, and also on TikTok, and it went super viral. Well, I mean, a couple million people saw it between the two platforms. But what's dope about it is That's a lot of people. I use one of my favorite ingredients, which is lion's mane. So the recipe I made, again, is maple garlic scrimpies, but we ain't use no scrimps. We use lion's mane. So main question I got in all of those platforms was what is lion's mane? Lion's mane is a mushroom, a fluffy, beautiful mushroom. And the reason why they call it lion's mane, because this one not particular or not so much, but most of them have like these cool hairs that grow on on them that almost look like a lion's mane. I almost have a lion's mane too, you know what I mean? Anyway, you have dread, back sir. to <laughs> lion's mane. So nice try. the next question I get a lot is like, where do I find lion's mane? I can't find it in my city. It can be a struggle for me to find it sometime. The tips is try all your specialty stores, try the farmer's market. And if that don't work, there's companies out there that sells kits that allow you to grow your own at home. 
So I have a kit from a company called, uh, what is it, North Spore. I have a link in my bio, so if you go to any of my platforms, you'll find this link. It's a nice you kitchen. Buy this kit, come to your home, um, spray it with water, real simple. In about eight, nine days, you'll have your first batch. The cool thing about it is once you pull and harvest that first batch, you can spray the log again, and you might get a second log. I'm sorry, a second batch, and you may even get a third batch. So that is the best way for me to use and purchase Lion's Mane because the kit is normally around 20 bucks and I'll get three maybe batches. And so do the math on it, that's three different meals, Lion's Mane. The other thing is people always talk about the health benefits of Lion's Mane's. I never really get into it. I rather you research and you learn for yourself, but there are a lot of health benefits when it comes to the mental. So let's get into cooking some Lion's Mane. So before I show you how I start to uh, break down the lion's mane so it resembles shrimp. I want to tell you why I enjoy lion's mane so much. You can't even eat shrimp. Um, some of the mushrooms, you have they, you have to have a technique to cook them to make sure you get all the water out and um, making sure that they're not as chewy. Most mushrooms to me are too chewy and you can tell they're mushrooms and food that you eat. Lion's mane is a little different. Um, once you cook down and get the water out, it doesn't have that chewy taste to it. Also, it takes on any flavor that you add to it. Um, Most mushrooms do. Any scratching the surface when it comes to lion's mane. There's not many recipes out there, so this is something I'm going to be experimenting with a lot more. Um, another thing that's awesome um, or unique about lion's mane is the smell. It kind of has like a sea smell, which is perfect if you're going to make fish, shrimp. If you're going to make crab cakes, anything that's you know, you want to kind of make vegan that is seafood. I think this is a good option. Recently, I made some uh, loaded nachos with lion's mane, and I we gave it that that cornisada taste to it, and it worked real well. So very versatile mushroom, and I think this. Hope you're catching myself vibing to the music. See a lot of <laughs> in the near future. So let's get into the recipe. Let me share a quick tip with you. One thing I really learned about the lion's mane mushroom: you shouldn't cut it with a knife. You should peel it apart very slowly see it comes apart perfectly and to create that little shrimp vibe you just pull them apart look at that so instead of cutting lines mane, i highly recommend to just peel them apart um, a lot of times people ask me should i clean them uh, with my kids they're grown at home in a controlled environment so i really don't feel a need to clean them um, if you do get lion's mane that needs to be clean, you don't want to uh, clean them with water because they will so soak up them. all the water and it's going to affect the way that they cook. So you want to kind of just pat it with a napkin or um, some type of cloth to kind of clean it. Um, and then well, if you're growing it in your kit, right. dry, so you you're better off just growing it then. To get too yeah. much water on the mushroom because it will soak it in. So. Pull them apart, already have a good amount of them ready to go. Look at that one, almost look like a little shrimp, right? All right, yeah, that so one I goes. have all my lion's mane peeled apart in this bowl. There's a huge chunk in there, ready so what are you talking to about? Go on to the next step, and the next step <laughs> a huge chunk in there, right? to put the lion's mane right into a wet batter and a dry oh, well, batter. Put a wet batter. I mean, it kind of, they kind of all just look like the same to me. But you can definitely play around, play around with that. Some people want to use gluten-free flour, but I basically have flour, uh, garlic, salt and pepper for the wet batter. And for the dry batter, I have flour. I use panko, so 
50%, um, well, half a cup of flour, and then a full cup of panko. The panko will really How long is this? Crunch. 10 minutes? Crunch. Oh, shit. Especially when we pour That's why I'm like, like, I'm trying to kind of see what the, I was like, I'm like, yeah, yo. It was a good breakdown, though, of like the. True. I'll well, damn, it's product. pretty much to cook. I want to see the finished product. That's what I'm saying. I already Here we had go. the scrimpies ready to go. So I want you guys to understand how crispy. You hear that? This is the main reason why I use panko in the dry batter because I really want it to be crispy and I really don't want the scrimps to get soggy when I add the sauce. So from here, I'm gonna add our beautiful scrimps to a nice bowl. And I'm gonna pour, I bought 12 in here and I'm gonna pour about a quarter cup of the maple garlic glaze in there. Hmm. And then from there, you're gonna toss it. We're gonna shake it up a little bit. Oh my. I gotta show you guys this <laughs> up close. Oh my. <laughs> that does look good, all though. Alright, guys. We are all done. I'm gonna add a little bit. A fresh parsley on top, give it a beautiful color, but also advance, advance the flavor. There you go. We have our maple garlic vegan scrimpies. No scrimp. It wouldn't be right unless I take a bite of it, right? Let's go. Oh man, that mm. sounds pretty crunchy. That crunch is just crazy good. Anyway. Thank you guys for joining me today. Thanks for watching the video. You can always find me on any platform. But yeah, the, I've seen them in chicken tenders. The chicken tenders be looking good. I'm like, oh, this shit look fire, actually. I'll support you guys any way I can. Big shout out to Afro Vegan for throwing this virtual conference. And thank you for That was cool. That's pretty much the episode. About to slide into the, um, the new music for you guys that we have. Uh, we're going to call this segment, what, was, it, was it the jam sesh? Basically. We might change the name as we go along, but as of right now, this segment is called the Jam Sesh. And on top of that, um, every episode, along with dropping uh, the tracks, you'll be able to see the songs in the uh, information at the bottom. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll have all that available, and you can also check out the playlist, which will be available on all streaming services as well. So facts. Well, um, hyperlink everything's hyperlinked in the description. So. Should be easy, pretty easy for you to find whether you just want to listen to the song individually or whether you just want to tap into the playlist and listen to everything that we have. So if you go to Apple Music, you click the playlist, you'll see everything we upload essentially as we're listening to it on the podcast. So the first three songs from episode one, will, I mean, all the songs will appear as, we, as, we lift, as we've listened to them in the podcast and the playlist, track list, in chronological order. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the jam sets is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts. DJ Iron One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.